It's fairly obvious that today's gospel is about sharing the gift of our faith. How can we do that? Do you remember last November, our bishop sent us all a letter, a very important letter called Sharing the Gift, about sharing the gift of our faith with other people. We've talked a lot about that, how you can share the gift of your faith with using what we call three conversations. Here's a quick review. The first conversation is prayer. Most people like it when you pray with them. They get excited about it. We encourage you not just to tell people, oh, I'll pray for you when they bring something up. Pray with them right then and right there. It's a powerful experience. That's the first conversation, prayer. The second conversation you can have is to tell people how it's been important to you in your life to have a relationship with God how you feel God is close to you and you are close to God. The third conversation is to explain to people how your life is a service to God. That is, what do you do in your life that serves the Lord? Those are three ways that you can share your faith. Now, we're not talking about having all those conversations at one time. As a matter of fact, it always starts with prayer. Maybe for even a year or two, it's always going to be about prayer until the person opens their heart a little bit more and moves in more of an open direction about hearing something else about your faith life. Let's talk about where you can share your faith. We talked about how. What about where? God sends us wherever people can be found. In Jesus' day, people would gather in marketplaces and town squares. So that's where he sent his disciples to share the gift, where the people were. Today is very different. Technology, for example, such as the internet, provides us with a tremendous way to reach hundreds of people. A good example of this is a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Blevins. Jonathan uses his talent and technical skills to reach out to young people with the love of Jesus Christ. He does so in a way that might seem unusual to many of you. He uses his skill at playing video games. That's what that represents up there. A video console or a computer console with some joysticks and some other interesting things there. Getting ready to play the game. So he uses his skill at playing these video games to first get young people's attention and then speak to them about his Catholic faith. You probably know that anybody can play video games on their computer. But maybe you don't know that not only that, from your computer, you can watch hundreds and hundreds of other people play video games. In some ways, it's like watching a baseball game, football game, basketball game, hockey game. Even if you like to play the game yourself, that is, it can be entertaining to watch highly skilled players compete. Jonathan is skillful enough that people tune into his online channel called Bearded Blevins to watch him compete against other players. He uses it as an opportunity, an opportunity to model good sportsmanship to young people and to share his faith. At the end of the game, he offers to pray for those who have tuned in to watch him, to pray for them and with them right then and there. When asked about how he gets young people to open up to him, he said, we aren't hosting teaching sections and we aren't lecturing people. No teaching sessions, I said sections, sessions or no lectures. Faith comes up naturally. It comes up naturally after viewers have already begun to trust us because we are friendly and loving. 
than when they inevitably ask about questions of faith or questions of life in general. They're very open to whatever we have to say. The number one comment we get from people is, wow, I've never heard someone share faith in such a loving, non-confrontational way. Jonathan teaches all of us that no matter what our talents may be, we can use them to share the gift of our faith. And anywhere we go as Christians can be a place where we share one or all three of those conversations. Think about the places that you go. School, your office, the dry cleaner or the grocery store. How many people do you encounter? How many people say something to you throughout the course of the month like they tell you how they're struggling or suffering or somebody in their family is or their dog just died or something, right? I don't know about you, and it's not because I have a collar on because a lot of times I don't. People tell me that kind of stuff all the time. Maybe I just look like I want to hear it. I don't know. I used to joke that I could pull up to the toll booth and somebody tells me that their dog died this morning. I don't really have toll booths anymore, so that doesn't work either. But you get the point. Any of those encounters can be a great opportunity to share one of those three conversations, which over time can lead to a deeper sharing of faith. Offering to pray with someone is extraordinarily powerful. You'll be amazed if you've never done it before, how much people appreciate it and are deeply moved by it. If you still feel shy about sharing your faith, I understand that, a lot of us do. Here are a few takeaways from today's gospel, though, that will help you. The first thing is, be your best. Just be your best and let God do the rest. Jesus sends his disciples ahead of him to places that he intends to visit. They're preparing the way for him. They will teach some, but Jesus will come to seal the deal. That's important for us to remember. We don't have to have all the answers. We don't have to convince anyone. We simply tell people about our faith and let God do the rest. We trust the Holy Spirit. We trust that the Holy Spirit will eventually visit them with his grace. So be your best and let God do the rest. That's the first thing. Secondly, we heard in the gospel that Jesus tells us to pray that the Father will send workers into his vineyard. A lot of us think that when we're praying that, we're praying God's going to send more priests or deacons or nuns or something like that. That's maybe 5% true. The other 95% is about you. Remember, don't forget, you are one of the laborers that God is sending. When you're praying that prayer, the Holy Spirit's tapping you on the shoulder and saying, hey, what about you? God created you, we created you, and send you forth to share this good news, to share the gift of Jesus Christ, that faith. So ask God to give you the courage to share the gift. Ask the Holy Spirit to open the hearts of those whom you meet to God's gift of love. Thirdly, Jesus tells us to keep it simple. It's the KISS principle. He tells his disciples not to take many things along with them but to trust that God will provide them with what they need. We see a great example of this in Jonathan's story with the online gaming. He didn't put together some elaborate program, some elaborate program to evangelize young people. He simply started with something that he knew, something that came naturally to him, video gaming, and he used it as an opportunity to share his faith. The same can be true for us. 
certainly not saying that we should all go out and start doing online gaming. I know many of us, as I look around the church today, I see several people here who are actually sports coaches of one type or another. There's all kinds of coaching today. If you have a talent for coaching, you can simply be a good example to young people of good sportsmanship and the importance of discipline. And as you talk to them about how that impacts their life, things open up and they, you start to get into the deeper meaning of life and the whole idea of faith. If you're naturally a friendly person, you can invite people to events here at the parish, especially our small groups, or invite them to Mass and introduce them to other parishioners so that they have a sense of belonging here. God can use any of our talents and abilities to draw other people to Him. Finally, Jesus talks about the importance of hospitality in the gospel today. He urges His disciples to graciously accept hospitality to those whom they encounter along the way. Whenever they're offered hospitality, they are to accept it. In the same way, he's inviting us to offer hospitality to people in our homes and in this parish. There are so many lonely people, young and old, lonely and sad, who could use a place to go when they're feeling lonely or sad. There are so many people who would benefit from knowing a stable family. Are our homes places where we welcome people? Is our parish a place where people can get a sense of belonging and community? If not, what can we do to change that? If we've been touched by Jesus Christ, if we've come to know him and his love for us, it will show in the way we speak and the way we act. If the love of Jesus is alive in our hearts, we'll want to share it with others. It doesn't have to be complicated, and it's simply a matter of befriending others and using one of those three conversations. Then we can trust that Jesus will take care of the rest. Do your best. Share the gift of your faith, and let God do the rest.